Yeah, this is Alex Jones, and I want to tell you to quit mentioning me on your podcast. I've got bafflement. Follow me around everywhere. Follow me to work. Follow me home. Follow me in the bathroom. Watch me take a shower. Watch me eat my honey nut Cheerios. It's not, it's not fun. It's uncomfortable, and I'm getting tired of it. I know you're responsible for the new world order, but I never thought you'd stoop as low as to put bathroom on my trail. So stop it. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. So we'll see. This is an experiment. It only took us a year. We're good now, guys. There goes the power cable for my laptop. Uh oh. Come on, Joe. Well, stop, Hello and welcome stop to tying the... me up. I'm not into that. <laughs> well, never mind. Tonight. Yeah, you might be quiet about that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, right worship brother George Mudry. Worship brother Joe. And worship brother Ken. Changing up the intro a little bit. Because it's not just my show, bitch. So, uh, only took him 98 episodes to realize right. that. <sighs> really? I tried to do something nice, and there you go. You just, just ruin it. Just ruin we it. We see through you. <laughs> <laughs> we see through it. Uh, but, uh, anyway, um, well, uh oh. Uh, Discord's already going off, so. But, uh,. Anyway, first thing I want to do is I want to uh, give a shout-out to our Patreon supporters. Thank you, guys. Uh, we actually have new uh, Nathan Davis. Brother Nathan Davis is our newest Patreon supporter. Uh, there's been question about how to get on to the Discord because, you know, everybody loves the Discord because that's where all the heathens are. Yep. Uh, you have to be a Patreon supporter. And again, it's 3, 5, 7, and 9 to, uh, to be part of um, the Patreon. There's extra episodes, extra content, stuff that we put on there. In addition, you get access to our Discord server. And again, we have different tiers, but it's what you can do. Yep. We're, not, we're not, you know, whatever you can do to help us out. It helps us buy more tech. Uh, the last episode was kind of rough, to be honest, because the audio was pretty bad. And again, I want to apologize for that because we have a brand new laptop, new which, hardware. Yeah. I'm still learning the ins and yep. outs of it. And Ken wasn't here to help. And Ken I, wasn't yeah. here to help, so it was uh, yes. it, it was pretty shoddy. But Tweedledum uh, and Tweedledumber we'll, trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get better with it. So uh, we're working toward an end, and really, it's like a couple cups of coffee. Right, a month. That's all it's it not is. That big of a deal. I mean, a pack of cigarettes is what eleven fifty now. Ugh, yeah. Like Think about months. it. It's less than a pack of cigarettes a week. But we were actually just talking, and I won't say anything now. But when it gets closer, and we record it, we can talk about it. But we were talking about Patreon content earlier today, and yep. possibly mm-hmm. putting some presentations up there. Yeah, so. we're going to be doing. Actually, you, you can talk about what it's going to be because it'll just 
maybe people are interested in it. Yeah, so, so it, uh, I have a PowerPoint that I did um, last year in my mother lodge at uh, Ashler Aspatuck 142 in Easton, Connecticut, and it was Freemasonry and the tarot cards, specifically mm-hmm. the Rider Waite tarot card deck, which um, the weight of Rider Waite, I forget his first name, Andrew Anthony, something like that, was actually mm-hmm. a Freemason. So as you go through some of these tarot cards... Um, there is heavy, heavy Freemasonry symbolism. Mm-hmm. And there's actually talking to uh, <clears throat> our newly admitted fellow craft, Alex, yesterday and today about some of the symbolism that's in there. And it kind of mm. made his head explode a little bit. So uh, it's fun, a, good stuff. Wasn't Ryder weight actually a Freemason, right? Or yeah, the, the, the weight of the Ryder weight. Right. It's either like Alexander weight, Anthony weight, something with an mm-hmm. A. Uh, so all the real cerebral content is going up on Patreon? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, not all of it. Not all cerebral. <laughs> we'll be doing, uh, there's going to be, trust me, there's going to be a ton of horseplay on, on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we've got some, I've had a few more HR visits that yes. we need to uh, release the visits. transcripts on. And also, I was going, we're going to be doing uh, commercials and stuff. We do the Real Men of Genius. There might be more R-rated <laughs> Real Brothers of Genius. Patreon oh. exclusive. Uh, on Patreon only. Okay. Because, again... <laughs> trying to give you guys a bang for your buck on patreon yep. we do appreciate the support and the uh everything that you do for us so we want to try to give you a little more content for your money so uh shah asks and i maybe uh shah are you a brother if you are just say yes i'm a brother or no i'm just tuning in but he says uh what audio interface external sound card are you using Actually, oh. if you look over here, we got a nice. Let me do that's above my pay grade. That's yeah. above my pay grade, brother. Brother Ken. So we've gotten. Uh, we we have a soundboard. Um, I think it's a one, two, Multi-mix. three, four, four five, channel. four channel total mm-hmm. uh, soundboard. It's a USB compliant soundboard, so mm-hmm. that is hooked up into uh, <laughs> Right Worshipful Brother Mudry's fancy new mm-hmm. MacBook Air. Yes, um, very that's nice. Where we, yeah, that's where we get our all of our audio. Thank you from. for the MacBook. Yeah, when we have uh, guests on the show, usually they're skyping in or they're using Zoom or some kind of video mm-hmm. conferencing, and we have that as an input set up into our soundboard so that everybody on right. Facebook Live, if we're going Facebook Live for that episode, can hear it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's we're getting pretty high tech right. compared to ninety seven episodes ago. Yeah, no, definitely come a uh, long way. We've also got have. new mics and everything. We well, I mean, these are I mean, we've used these for a while, but I mean, at first we started off with the. The Omni Nano or oh, whatever the hell Condenser it was. mics like, and stuff. I think yeah. he has like one mic one in the mic middle of the table. The middle of the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have, we didn't go <clears> Facebook <throat> Live. We didn't have any type of, you know, thank you, Ken. That's your contribution. Yeah. Uh, Brother Perry also uh, contributed to mics as well as all the patrons. I mean, it's what we spend the money on. Even the st- even software I've downloaded, you know, yep. the, the X Splitter that I had, which I now have to go to a new system. Oh, excuse me. I was using XSplitter to do like the fancy side by side backgrounds, mm-hmm. but XSplitter, which I spent I don't know a hundred dollars or whatever the hell it was on, uh, it's not iOS compatible, mm-hmm. so I can't use it on the MacBook. But I found me and you were talking downstairs where you now have OS OBS OBS Studio, yeah. mm-hmm. and as uh, is... soon as I figure that out, you're going to help me out with that. We'll yep. be we'll between, be having between OBS Studio and uh, what is it Audacity. You can pretty much do all of the audio and video editing you need right. to do for a podcast. It's just mm-hmm. it takes more training. Right. Like yeah, this is free software and that's awesome, but it does have like a little bit of a learning curve associated yeah. with it because of that. So we're we're getting there. 
you know, it's tough to train George on these things. Yes, it but is. It's you know, yeah, one step at a time. We started with crayons, and we're working our way up to. You can train a monkey. Software now. <laughs> you can train a monkey. We could train George. Yeah. Okay. What's going on, uh, Angelo Chavez? What's up, brothers? What's going on? And Shah, he is a brother. Lodge star of Australia, number two hundred. Nice, very nice. And our brothers in, in Australia, they're taking a they beat right now. Half the continent is burnt, mm. and the other ones, the other half is flooded right now. It's just know. crazy what's going on down there. Yeah, that that that's uh, it's yeah, they're having a rough time down there. Um, but I got to give a shout out to our Australian brothers because let me tell you, they are awesome. They are they are fantastic. Yep. A lot of them are Patreons. A lot of them are. Huge supporters of the podcast, as well as you know, OG members of the podcast. Yep. So, and still, in, still in great spirits despite yeah. all the horrible crap that's happened to their yeah. country recently. So we, yeah, we appreciate the support and anything we can do to help you, brothers. Let us know. Yeah, Americans, bitch, if the Wi-Fi goes down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We Me especially when we're recording. We don't. We don't. Wi-Fi's down again. We don't know what real life is, man. Everything in right. Australia is trying to kill you. <laughs> right. No, we we're don't. We're complaining about Wi-Fi. Right. Uh, so before we get into this episode, which is going to be an alternate universe, we're talking about the we outer need to add some kind limits. of weird like wave thing to the video. The outer limits. But uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Robo Masons, and uh, we're going to get into a real deep philosophical debate on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me and you had a little excursion yesterday. We did. Brother Joe was so, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Brother Joe was otherwise um, yeah, some other things we'll go going on, which is fine. Uh, but Being a bitch, <laughs> right? Worshipful Brother George had a little bit of spare time, and he phoned me up and asked if we could go down to the range and have mm-hmm. a little bit of a range day, and we did. Yep. And it was a good time. It was cold, mm-hmm. damn cold. It snowed a little bit. Yeah. Our fingers uh, got a little bit of frostbite on Trying them, to load the rounds yeah. <laughs> into those magazines. I'm telling you, man, it's brutal. I mean, you know, guns and magazines are generally made of metal. and yep. uh, so get are, pretty cold. So is the ammunition. Yeah, when it's cold, it, it, it yeah, it's it, it's a little bit It was a lot of fun, brutal. though. And I want to thank yeah, you for bringing me up time. to your gun club. And my pleasure. And then, oh, my God, so a couple funny things, right? We so, got a little video that's coming out yep. soon, too, oh, that I'm boy. splicing together right now, so stay tuned. For so that. out in the distance, it was 100 yards we're in the thing, right? I was pretty proud of myself because I actually knocked one of the targeting plates right off, like split the rope or whatever the hell, mm-hmm. and the damn thing fell on the ground. So I was pretty excited about that. I also had a pretty good uh, couple good shots out in the distance with a 45. That So I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, you were shooting at distance with it, yeah. Pat yourself was, on the back. With my it. 45, you were shooting out at distance better than I do. Definitely not a fan of the 9mm subcompact. No. yeah, that Those was, are difficult to difficult I, to handle. Difficult I got these giant with. meat hooks. Like yep. I may be short, but I have like... Yeah, I got the same I problem. have some Jimmy Dean sausage fingers. Yep. So holding on, like when you got like a half a... Gra- hot dog fingers. Yeah, hot dog fingers. It's a legitimate medical disorder. Like More like cocktail we weenies. Huh? <laughs> um, but we went into the... To the uh, the club afterwards, right? So we went inside and we're, uh, yes, outdoor range, which were the John Gates. Yep. Um, so uh, we went into the club and we were sitting down and I'm asking questions and everything. It was just me and Ken kind of bullshitting, talking about this, that, and the other thing. And it was like literally, 
it was just round after round of people trying to buy us booze to where yeah. like we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I may have there, told somebody that you were in the Marine Corps. And <laughs> did you really? Oh, that's why I never. That understood. was the problem. Then all of a sudden he's got all these little shot glasses. There's, that's a I swear that's like a pyramid of like there was a yeah. leaning tower yeah. of Pisa of little shot glasses saying people bought us drinks. It was yeah. pretty funny, but yeah, give me a little more notice next time. I'd love to. Yep. We'll do a little podcast. Do a little shoot, I think it'll be uh, it'll be worthwhile. But I think we're gonna get some. Like, we got some really good video footage. Yeah, we had a lot of fun out of that. So mm. it, at the very least, uh, I think you guys will be entertained. Ken was a uh, Ken was a dick, and uh, I mean that with all due respect because uh, we took it's a picture. We took a picture. And, I saw uh, that picture. He thought it was pretty funny to yeah. uh, take a selfie of me and him, but decided to cut half of my face off. <laughs> <laughs> It's and hard then to, hard to get the angle right, man. The relative <laughs> and, heights are, you know, right. And you'll see. And I always do the high angle selfie, which my wife taught me is the correct way. Apparently, to do that, so I don't that, know. You know. So that everybody gets their best angle in. Where's a high angle, chin down. High angle, you angle tilt it down, the and then like you chin up a little bit. And oh, like, up yeah, and the face turns. Yeah, so basically, what it does yeah, is yeah. it pulls yeah, it your double of, chin. Yeah, yeah, it gets rid of all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, unfortunately, it also cuts the bottom half of his face and body off. So you know, whatever. We're well, that's fine. You know what, though, I'd rather have this than. And have it down lower where I look like Kim Jong Un with my fat right. face all squished in. But um, we're working on our technique. We're working on our technique. Yeah. We'll get better with our selfies yep. and everything. However, the other thing you were kind of uh, breaking my stones about is the fact that when we were shooting the rifle, I had like 16 sandbags in the front of the oh, rifle. Yeah. That was completely unnecessary, too. <laughs> because when you're short, you generally need less sandbags because you're, you know, you're lower. You're, yes, yeah, you're you're right on the the shooting table on the shooting platform. But yeah, you had. But you don't have to understand that the bench like I'm sitting sandbags. on, like the bench I'm sitting on, my feet were dangling and weren't touching the ground, so I was like a little kid. <laughs> I don't know if I got that in the video either. I should probably go back and check. I, my feet weren't dangling, but I'm just doing it for yeah, aesthetic purposes. Single Perfect. stack of sandbags, like eight high, and he had the rifle on it. I'm like, that's not going to be It was stable. five. It was five high. Four high. Four high? Four high. It was more than that whatever whatever <laughs> but anyway but we fun time yeah. we digress but uh we had a lot of fun so first thing we're gonna do we gotta do our shout outs we gotta do our shout outs <clears throat> and let's see here our shout outs today are going to be we left off at adian pratt so we're gonna go with josh mcleod harley McLeod of the clan mcleod yep mcleod mcleod mm. mcleod McLeod. 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 All right. You guys know him? No. Those no. You're just better at speaking than I am. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Well, Harley Palin. Palin. Uh, Orion Luna. Tone Bello. And Levi Binegar. I thought you were going to say Tone Loke. I would have been really excited. Tone Loke, yeah. Really excited. That's old school. <laughs> she liked it. We're up to 910. We're up to 910 likes. We are up to 910 likes. So we're going to approach 1,000 pretty quickly. So all of our listeners, if you have friends that you think might be interested, invite them to the page. Mm -hmm. We'd love to get to 1,000. Maybe we'll do something silly when we hit 1,000. Don't even have to be a brother. You know no, it doesn't maybe have to somebody be a who's interested. Somebody who just might be interested and invite your family members to give them an idea of what we do. And mm. well, maybe that's not a good idea. Um, do something silly like light fireworks off of the roof of the building or something. Yeah, something right. like that. Do something. Figure something. Out. I don't know. We'll have some kind of celebration. Yeah, and maybe we'll give uh, the uh, one thousandth like. We'll maybe we'll send them a swag bag or something like that. Sounds like a plan. Or you know, 
I like these. Papa George would call on their birthday and wish them a happy birthday or something. That'd be fun. That would be. That'd fun. be funny. We can do that. Uh, I also want to just also add. Uh, if you got a chance, still we're still doing that move campaign thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if brothers are still uh, doing it, handing out those cards that the, the images that we did. Uh, but uh, definitely keep an eye on the move campaign. Keep you know we still have the website up, still up and running. Yep. So we need uh, to make a few more assets. I think. Yes, too, we do for that too. Different mm-hmm. flyers and maybe a business card size. Things you got like three that. right here. So also thinking about making yeah. a shirt out Not of ass it. Hats, oh, assets. oh, I'm yeah. sorry, misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood. I was also thinking to make a shirt out of it too. Yeah, something no, along definitely those lines. Should. So uh, also, I just want to say we have uh, we have 82 ratings on Apple iTunes. Well, how are we doing on that? We're doing. What's our average damn. rating? What's our average? Our average is a 5.0. Oh, we have perfect. a five star, oh, and we have 82 ratings uh, with literally like one or two as a four, <clears throat> three, two, and one stars. Yeah, you're always going to get that. So, yeah. Thank you, you friends and brothers. Thank yes, you, thank everyone. You. Uh, yeah, we're at 82 ratings, and we're uh, we're moving up quick. So, uh, yeah, we're moving we appreciate on everybody on. who listens in on us and hangs out with us hooligans. Taylor Stringfellow. I love his last name, man. Oh, my God. Nathan Davis. Did you see what Nathan Davis said? What did he write? If you reach 1,000, I want gingerbread to color his hair purple. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I, I think, All right. I think I'll do that it. could be arranged. I think we might do it live, too. We'll even spray tan. How about the beard goes yeah. purple? You can spray tan. Not the head, but the beard will go purple. How about that? Mm. Oh, spray tan can? Yeah, we can do that, you too. You can do that, too. I like that. You and can then, shave uh, your beard off after you dye it purple. On your and then uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll give you could you get us you get some tanning. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll dye my hair Santa, purple. Santa got me some. Uh, and uh, some, some he did. Yes, he did. So I will use that. And if we know, did any... you use the whole bottle already, though? <laughs> yeah, up. can't you tell? <laughs> I'll buy another one. I'll go on Wish.com and buy another one. Oh, Wish.com. That's great. Yeah, it's going to be called Corona Tanning yeah. <laughs> Solution. Yeah. And you could do the podcast from your stool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the hospital. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, wonderful. <laughs> careful how far you push it in. We're already off track. This We're is, way off track. That's right, though. A new record what? for us, I think. It's fine because mm. you know what? I don't mind the horseplay. It breaks up the monotony of just doing, uh, you know, intelligent st- shit. Not that it's going to be intelligent. I was going to say I don't think anybody's ever accused us of that. <laughs> I don't know. Might be surprised on this one. I've got some. Uh, Brother, some good research on this. Jim Trensky, spray tan Ken's legs white. Uh, spray tan Ken's white ass legs. Um, brother Tyler, I don't believe you've ever actually seen my legs. We did. But, yeah, America true. has oh, yeah, seen the, your yeah, legs. America, America, America has seen your legs. Yeah, and I retract my previous statement. Yes, we will tan my legs. Well, but it's like you, how more we couldn't get more American. You're, you're the white with your legs. I'm clearly the red with my gingerness. There we go. He's the size of a Smurf, so he's the blue. He's blue. Right. Actually, red, white, and blue. I was making a joke earlier because earlier today. Oh, God, I was, your hands are blue, too. They geez. are blue. Yes. I made, basically, I figured I was going to be just crucified before I announced it downstairs when we were having drinks that uh, I was making Play-Doh earlier, so my hands are blue from mm. the food coloring. But I figured there was going to be jokes about sexual relations with Smurfs or... Blue whales or something, Joe was going to come out with. So, how Smurfette feeling how, right now? How dare you, sir? We would never do such a thing. Uh, Smurfette's right. got a big smile on her face right now. How ridiculously <laughs> presumptuous of you! Oh, All right, oh boy. All right, let's cut the horseplay. Let's get right into what it. What are we now. going into? Robo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into Robo. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. 
Oh boy, Jesus! This the, the, this feed is like flying off. Uh, Nathan, Dave, brother Nathan Davis. Now I have a serious question: If a ginger colors their hair, do they get their soul back? That's a valid question. Well, I know if a blonde dyes her hair brunette, that's called artificial intelligence. <laughs> so oh, I'm not sure. nicely into our episode this evening. <laughs> it does segue nicely hey. into our episode. <laughs> so uh, well, let's get into the topic here. Uh, all horsing around aside, we'll try to explore this as best as we can. But uh, Robo Masons. So where did I come up with this title? Where did we kind of come up with this title? And uh, basically... Um, I had thrown it out there to 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 uh, you guys that um, can robots be Freemasons? Who's that? Me? That's Sorry, you. That's me. That's all right. I was trying to do something nice. Um, can robots become Freemasons? I and mean, we're talking about alternate universe, futuristic. You know, you can take it as far as Terminator, iRobot, where at some point AI will have. Um, a conscience. They'll be uh, what's not conscious. What's consciousness. Consciousness. Thank yes. you. Sentience. Um, so I'm going to look up real quick, and maybe Ken, you can just yep. chime into the the IT part of of, of artificial okay. intelligence. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about um, one of the trips that I took recently for work. I went down to the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, um, which is one of the biggest technology shows in the world. You know, in in the country, if not in the world. Um, and there was a lot of interesting stuff there, but I can tell you the one thing that we're still pretty far out on is uh, artificial sentience, mm-hmm. right? A robot that has any kind of consciousness or any kind of like self-awareness. Um, we're still pretty far out. Um, that said, this is an alternate universe episode, so we're mm-hmm. going to assume for the purposes of this episode that we're already there. All right. right. Mm-hmm. So the first sentient artificial, you know, artificial humans mm-hmm. um, are around, and we we have to start dealing with the philosophical underpinnings of you know if they can or cannot join the fraternity, which kind of sounds a little bit silly. It does. Like you would think there are other major problems that you would have to deal with before mm-hmm. considering whether or not Freemasonry has to change. Right. Um, but it's an interesting thing to think about. I mean. The one thing I will say is we don't have to really seriously deal with this problem for quite some time. But right. For the purposes of this episode, we're exploring it. Right. Um, so I just want to just put in first off why we're talking about this because we're talking about technology advancing and getting better and getting smarter and computers actually being considered, in a sense, smarter than man. I mean, a computer, my, my phone can tell me the square root of whatever the hell number faster than I'd be able to do it. It can autocorrect spelling, well, too. That's it can sure. autocorrect spelling. Yeah, absolutely does that, too. Smart ass, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the seven characteristics of life. Um, and think about this in terms of robots, okay? Is artificial intelligence. Yep. Seven characteristics. Uh, seven characteristics. Responsiveness to environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a given. Yep. Most... And these are subjective, so we just want to let everybody know that this yes. is a subjective one person's idea of what constitutes life. Yes. Uh, growth and change. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, realistically, I mean, even your phone grows and changes. I mean, you can sit there and talk about uh, dog food all day on your phone. And there's been, and I'm just throwing this out there, that there's been people who have talked about how their phone or even Alexa 
mm-hmm. you know, has listened to their conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, for instance, it was somebody who put something, and again, we all know the internet's true, but uh, there was somebody who put something out there in a video that they believe that their phone was turning on the mic and listening to them, for instance, mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. because they didn't even own a dog, and they were proving it that they would just talk about dog food. Oh, I need yep. to get some dog food, dog food, dog food. And then they went on Facebook, and there's ads for dog food. Yeah. That's a thing, but that's people doing that. Right. And applying machine learning to the data that they're collecting. Right. But to that point, though, at some point, robotics or artificial intelligence will be able to do the same thing. So that is a growth and change that, you know, a robot will would at some point, just like human beings, would be able to, like, notice, like, okay, Joe does things a certain way different mm-hmm. than George does mm-hmm. different things. Yep. And I need to be able to... Or even conversation. Joe conversates differently than, say, you or you yep. or myself, and they will learn and change. So there's improve itself and improve itself. Mm-hmm. And we actually have this. There's software out there. So I work for. I won't say the name, so I don't get fired. But I work for a very large insurance company, mm-hmm. right. and we have AI software out there mm-hmm. that if you send us the pictures of your damaged car, if you got into a car accident, and you send us pictures of it. Mm-hmm. This program will look at it, and based on what it knows to be a normal picture mm-hmm. for that car, mm-hmm. it'll discern what's likely damaged. Yep. So and the- it'll, it'll spit out an estimate of what the damages are. And then yep. initially, you go in and correct it and mm-hmm. say, no, the, that doesn't need to be replaced. That can be repaired. Mm-hmm. This is how many hours. And it learns It trains that. on that. Yep. And right. it trains on that. And after a year or so into it, Software is pretty accurate, yep, that's and, a, and it's that's right a, now it's for basic mm-hmm. type things. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to diagnose an engine or something, but if right. you're looking at a car that needs a bumper, a fender, and a hood, it'll pick up on that with right. very high accuracy. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are trained computer vision models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're looking at when you have a set of pictures and you have a a whole bunch of data, a whole bunch of date uh, baseline photos of, right. of cars, right. you can have it say, "Oh, well, there's an anomaly right there." And I right. can see that exactly. that's a door panel, right. and I know how much door panels cost to replace. Yep. Right. Well, so I'm, you can make those kinds of decisions pretty easily. Machines are really good at that now. And even on that, I mean, and that's all things that are humans are inputting into a computer that it's yeah. making a decision. Okay, you know, trunk, hood, damage, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. A human has to train the a model. A human yeah. has to put in the inputs. Yep. But at right, some but, point, an AI is going to start coming up with its own inputs. Yep. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're already seeing it. I mean, what was that? Uh, what's that weird freaking robot that uh, it's the female Sophia or whatever her name is? Who? It's like Sophia robot or something. I, I swear to God, Sophia. See, I think it's Sophie or Sophia or whatever. But it's a know. robot that she's able to conversate with you. Normally, you ask her a question, she'll answer back to you. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, these these are still algorithms. So just right. to be, I mean, it, it, there there are a lot of really complex algorithms out there. Uh-huh. Just by virtue of the fact that compute is very cheap right now, mm-hmm. that really kind of make you think that you might be dealing with a human or with mm-hmm. something that has intelligence behind right. it, but right. they don't. Okay. It's all kind of but smoke and mirrors, but we're getting there. We're getting, getting there. And for anybody that's damaged. watched um, that show on HBO Westworld, oh, yeah. it started off as algorithms, and yep. then they started to become sentient. Yep. Right. And, that's, and they figured out the program... And rewrote their and own rewrote, software. Yeah. Yes, I, that was my favorite that was pretty stories. Cool. Yeah, that was Westworld pretty cool. Was very good. Uh, next one. 
ability to reproduce. Mm-hmm. What do you dis- what is decided as reproduction? I mean, is reproduction a, a boy and a girl and you birth a child? Right. And should we should have we have a, biological? Does it have to be biological? Worshipful brother Joe, should we have the talk with right worshipful brother George? <laughs> do you think he's ready? Birds and the bees. Do you think he's ready? Nah. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> uh, kindergarten cop throwback. Yeah. Um, Self self replication. Self replication. I mean, one realistically, robots are making machines right now. Mm-hmm. You go to a car factory, and if the mom was like a three D printer robots. and the dad was like something else, they could three D print a, a kid, a replicant. I, yep. Realistically, I mean, I work at a mill. I work at a mill shop for the company I work for, and there's a CNC machine that you literally go to a computer. Oh, yeah, type the, in the dimensions, and this robot arm comes and cuts everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. Uh, I mean, it's no different than a car factory. They, they, it's machines building machines, and they use that, that for drafting, f- right? And that's yeah. a form of reproduction. And I think we're at the point right now where that tech is there. So, if machines wanted to self-replicate, they could. If right. if, if sentience was the only thing that we were, you know, right. still waiting on. Right. Self-replication is an easy problem for machines to solve. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Right. So they could just download themselves into another. But yep. this one is going to be the tough one. Yep. Have a metabolism and breathe. That's a weird definition for life. That's it's is one of the seven characteristics of life, and this is mm-hmm. what I'm reading off organic of organic life, I guess. Okay, it just says life, so I'm just okay. well. Going but up. if you are talking in our future world, if you're talking like the T1000, mm-hmm. it's human organic matter over a robot. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It, or a cyborg, in a sense. Yeah, they bled. Right. They bled, then mm-hmm. you know. So you could make an argument that there was some you type of metabolism, that. and uh, what was the other piece of that? I also Breathe, think breathing, breathing, breathing. I mean, you gotta get energy from somewhere, as even mm-hmm. as a machine, right? Now, so. yeah, but you can constitute when you you could think of um, an intake manifold on a car. You're right. breathing. You're sucking in air. Yeah. Well, you could take it even one further. If humans are going to create AI that is going to be in our likeness, right? It would have to do what we do. It would have to do what we do because yeah. if it's not breathing, it's going right. to be weird to us. Yeah. If, if it's not going to go and like plug itself into a wall to get its energy, it's going right. to have to take chemical energy from Somewhere. food or something. There you go. Right. But any any machine gets hot with the electricity or energy going through it, so you can have a respiratory function as a cooling. Yeah, yeah absolutely could. Air cooled. Yep. Right. Maintain homeostasis. Yep. Yep. That's the cable for my laptop. That's okay. Maintain homeostasis. Now, so, I don't even know what homo- homeostasis is. So that's All I'm thinking of is like in living color. I don't think so. Homie, don't play that. So. No, it's like being at one with your environment, I think. Like maintaining a balance with I'll your look environment. Homeostasis. Maintain homeostasis. That's, see, now, see, if that's the case, what you're saying, that's BS. Because humans are not in homeostasis. No, we're at not. at all. We not. are parasites, if no. you want to really compare humus, humans to anything. Because we just move in and destroy every Not destroy, but we change our environment to better suit us. No. So homeostasis, a tendency towards a relatively stable equilibrium between independent elements, interdependent elements, especially as maintained by physiological processes. Um, So in reference to the body, it refers to stability, balance, or equilibrium within a cell or the body. Okay. 
Um, so within the context of the entity itself, it maintains a balance. Okay. You know, it's not. Yeah, it can be a thought of as a dynamic equilibrium rather than a constant, unchanging state. Right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, okay. whatever uh, artificial sentient right. machines could theoretically achieve that. Right. Yeah, I mean, think about it. So hormones help the body regulate. Yep. It's, a, it's a regulating mechanism mm-hmm. in essence. Right. Um, Machines have feedback loops, right? So if your it, processor is getting too hot, it's exactly it and might it, it start, is on a loop, you know, right. like slowing down, like you know, c- killing certain processes and stuff. So or the turn fan on and overheat, <laughs> yeah, or jack the fan speed up. Right. Like, yeah, that's how it maintains homeostasis. Being made Easy of problems. cells. Okay, I don't know whose definition this is, but I, I'm just I Google searched it. Right. Uh, what is considered life is what I Google searched. Being uh, made uh, of cells. What are the seven cr- made of cells? But realistically. That's kind of bullshit because everything is made up of atoms, including humans and robots. We're all made of atoms. So yeah, cells are different. Why are cells different? Cells are still atoms. Cells are made up of like millions of atoms, and they have their own kind of like little ability to reproduce, and okay. replicate, and yeah. I mean, I I get it, but I mean, if you're creating artificial life. You can kind of do it however you want. Like there, we'll I don't. Reason. I don't think there has to be any constraint around. Well, it's got to be made up of tiny little self-replicating right. cells. Right. Like, eh, I don't know because you can argue, and it's it's very clear that the sum of the human body and and life and consciousness is greater than yeah the individual. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yep. And to me, life is more about sentience. Yep. That soul. Yep. Doesn't have to be organic. Because we believe that that part of us lives on after, long after our biological body just shuts down yep. and is, is done. So, And that definition is probably based on what we know of life already, right? Because mm-hmm. all life as we define it is, in fact, made up of cells. Mm-hmm. And it does have a metabolism and does respirate and all those things. So right. if we're creating our own, I mean, we're kind of making our own definitions as we go, right? right. And the last thing is to pass on the traits to your your traits mm-hmm. to your offspring. Yep. Now, again, the way you're looking at that is if a robot is going to make a robot, it's going to make it similar to itself. Right. Yeah. When it's it gets to that point. point. Yep. Right. Might I give mean, it a few upgrades. For instance, if I had the ability to choose my babies, I wouldn't want them to look like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you, you might want them to have my height. I'm, no, I'd want him to have Ken's height. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. People my height have back problems pretty early. In okay. Life, in, in some parts of the world, like people my height have also. fat problems. So in some parts of the world, gingers are considered exotic. So you yes. don't want your kids to be exotic. That's true. Come on. They get them a distinct All advantage. Right. All right. Fair enough. Or they might get thrown in a volcano. Yeah, that's true. Too. Either one. Uh, Spencer Miller, we have. Prediction software that can tell us within a mile where our next 911 call will be. It's about yep. 90% accurate. Yep. Yeah. So that's Fair all enough. based on machine learning. Mm-hmm. It's not sentient. I want to make not that yet. really clear. Like, there's right. that marketing term gets thrown around way too much, and I hate it when people say, oh, we need some AI. We need some AI. As a software engineer, I'm like, yeah, they're just really complex statistical algorithms, guys. Right. It's not right. freaking artificial intelligence. Right. But Please stop calling it that. But it's very some, good at what it does. Right, and there may be some inflection point at some point where that yeah. learning kind of just... Yeah. 
Uh, I think it might end up being a different model that like tips that point and becomes sentient. Yeah, but but it's it's on that path. Yeah, the stuff that we're doing right now just is really, really complex, Mm -hmm. basically statistical functions that now all of a sudden we have the compute available to be able to run these (laughs) things in real time. And yeah, they're damn good at what they do. And on a very high level, you know, if you want to break it down to something simple, it's like counting cards. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's counting cards, but on yep. a much more complex level, it's yep. a predictive tool. Yep. And if you have certain information, you can make with relative certainty what the prediction is going to be. With yep. fairly accurate, unless you're a weatherman. Um, yeah. That's but true. well, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the it's just weathermen are just mouthpieces for right, the for the model. models. Exactly. So like, exactly. You know that weather is a complex system. Right, and anything can change. But like when you talk about these complex algorithms, think about Rain Man counting cards, but yep. on a much much yep. higher level. Yep. With in, infinite compute available to it. So now let's um, get into the other aspect of it. I just want to just quickly say. <laughs> So I'm I'm basing this off of I mean you can go Terminator but Terminator is kind of meh. like robots February all of a sudden 2020 just, Skynet went active but yeah I mean the premise is still there but I but realistically for computers to want to just eradicate humans is kind of bullshit because they do kind of in a sense need us you know in a, not if in, they're in, sentient that point we're, we're two the, ways to look at we're it the flu that. to them at that point. Um, but I'm looking at it from like the movie iRobot, which I think was a perfect example. So I don't know for those. I'm spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> it's the been movie, out for like 20 years. You that's right. Yeah, Some people, right. but come on, there's still people that are like, like for instance, Super Troopers. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't yet. Thank no. you. Yeah. Point made. Yeah, but I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> oh, no, it was I rest my case. Euro Trip. I haven't seen Euro Trip. Yeah, Super um, Troopers. I have seen. I was watching Beer Fest the other day. <laughs> gam gam. This is a good game. It's a good movie. Um, but let's go to like the iRobot scenario. Okay, that's the Will Smith one. This is the Will Smith okay. one. Okay. So they had three rules for these AI: don't harm a human, protect the human when needs to be, and whatever the third one was. But these three rules were like. <laughs> I don't you just know. gloss over the three rules of robotics. That third like, one the might three be rules important. Of, it might be online, but the uh, three rules of robotics. The three Whatever rules, the third one is, I don't know. The three rules basically <laughs> pertain to, you know, don't harm humans. Right. You cannot harm a human being yep. no matter what. You could save them. You could do whatever you want with them. You will obey them. This was Isaac Asimov. Uh, we actually yes, have it a, was Isaac Asimov. And we have a, we have a ruling. Uh, we, we have yeah. a ruling. But surprisingly enough. George is right. No, the, um, the source that I'm looking at also cuts it off after two. So a, a, one is a robot may not injure a human being mm-hmm. or through inaction allow a human <laughs> being to come to harm. Yep. Two, a robot must obey the orders given it by a human, mm-hmm. uh, given by human beings, except where such orders would conflict, conflict with, with the with first the law. Yeah. And then let's see what Isaac Asimov, if we have his uh, actual third. So... So we'll we'll Don't assume we'll, we'll assume, assume for the purposes of this conversation, I guess, that these are I'll have the rules under so. which these androids are right. operating, right? Okay. So cool. this in this particular movie, third, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Yep. There we go. All right. <laughs> so it got to a point in the movie where all of these there was like the model three or whatever it was, right? The new model that was the new model coming out, right? And they were all hooked to this virtual, which is called Vicky, 
virtual intelligent kinet, uh, virtual something kinetic intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Vicky a little robot from Small Wonder? No, no, no. Anybody no, remember no. that TV show? Uh, I remember, I remember that, that TV show. I You're old. No, I think it was Vicky. Name, I think it was Vicky. Yeah, it's probably it a throwback to that. But anyway, go ahead. But Vicky, virtual interactive kinetic intelligence. There we go. Boom. Got a it. A big cloud-based AI. Big cloud-based AI. And, it, yeah. and she was like the overhead. She was yep. kind of like the thing tied into everything. She made sure this worked, made sure that worked and everything. And at some point in this movie, in, in the storyline, she decides that humans are a hazard to themselves so now i have to use these robots to prevent humans from hurting each other Mm -hmm. so she wasn't actually in a sense harming human beings to kill them but she would make sure that they couldn't fight back against her because in her head she's not i'm not violating the three rules right you're protecting i'm protecting you so That and this is why this we're going to tie this into Freemasonry momentarily, but that is an intelligent maneuver that's that's that shows that she had this particular robot like that made an intelligent decision on her own without the help of human beings. And you know, in during the movie, there was also another robot that was made called Sonny, and he was separate from this Vicky thing. And he was like the hero robot, you know, even though Will Smith hated the robot, you know, but he had made his own decision and he talked about dreaming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the scientist who created him said about, you know, ghosts in the machine, they make up their own things. They dream. And and you're like, you can't dream. And Will Smith was like, you can't dream. You're a robot. You're nothing but flashes and lights and everything. But the robot dreamt. Mm -hmm. It had a conscience. It mind. It made its own decisions. It, it, it did its own thing. So at some point, would you say, as an AI guy, Ken, that we're, that's eventually going to happen? At some point, yeah. Yep. So with that being said, what defines life? Now you have a robot that, in a sense, can replicate itself. It could make decisions for itself based off of what its inputs are. So it's now questioning, well, what's life? What's mm-hmm. God? What, is, is man God? Like, did, are, are you my God? Or, you know, if that's the case, if you're my God, well, what created you? Which means mm-hmm. that there's a higher being above that. And now here we are at the doorstep of masonry, mm-hmm. which is this is one of the tenets of Freemasonry. We're looking into higher powers and, you know, meaning of life. And we're looking into, you know, the benefit of <clears throat> brotherhood and mankind and all this stuff. And now here's a robot asking the same questions as us carbon-based life forms right boom <laughs> have at it and that is one of the fundamental tenets of freemasonry and again we're not saying that that maybe wouldn't change at some point in the future if you have these artificial beings that happen to be you know not that much different from you and i mm-hmm. that want to for what for whatever reason join the masonic institution right do they have to believe in a a supreme, supreme being, being? Mm-hmm. right now why do we have to supreme we as freemasons universally have to believe in a supreme being well i i think it's a couple of reasons well, what does freemasonry teach about why we have to do for that? me it's 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 two part it's twofold one we take obligations to ourselves on an altar that we will not violate brothers this that and the other thing mm-hmm. we will we'll always protect our brothers blah 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 if you're an atheist Mm-hmm. And you don't believe that in the afterlife you'll be punished for the things you've done in your life. My obligation to you means nothing. Right. 
Because right, there's an accountability, there's an accountability. associated yep. with it. Uh, I'm not going to get in trouble, so I don't believe in God. So basically, even though I've taken this oath on a on an altar to you right. guys, those promises mean nothing. They mean right. nothing. I can do whatever because, I want. Yeah, atheists would say, you know, I'm, I'm warm food when I die, and right. so I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to worry about what I can get my hands on while I'm alive and right. make my life better because one day it's going to be gone and then that's it. It's over. There's nothing after that. Correct. Yep. So it's now, like a, a race to the finish. So so that's number one. So it, say what you... Okay. And number two would be... Um, <clears throat> I think it's you need to believe in that... At least for, for me as a Freemason, we do a lot of charity work. We do a lot of brotherly you know, love and all this other stuff like that. I think... The other part of it for me is is that if I don't believe that there's an afterlife, what is this for? Mm-hmm. Right. Why am I here? What the hell's the Why difference? are we working so goddamn Why hard? Why are we working so hard? <laughs> now. Right. If it truly doesn't matter, why am I just matter, not sitting on a beach somewhere? Right. Nope. So that, that's the two parts for me. So, okay. so one thing that machines happen to be really, really good at is keeping promises. Yes, hear me out do. on this. All right, I don't know. You're right. I'm... So if I have just like the three laws of robotics, which Isaac Asimov in his book said, these things are hardwired into the machines. It's not software. It's it's right. immutable. It's, it's... These are laws that govern these things' behavior. There he goes with big words again. Immutable. All right. So I understood it though. If if you decide, hey, Freemasonry, like yes, okay, we have to believe in a supreme being. Human men have to believe in a supreme being because that's what makes our obligations binding unto us. If these machines are going to make the same obligations as we did, make the same promises, they just have to have some fundamental change to their software that makes them have to behave that way, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what you're after, making sure that the behavior is is changed, right? That there's, like Marshall Brother Joe said, an accountability mm. involved. That's how you know you can implicitly trust a brother. Well, you can implicitly, right. theoretically trust a machine because it that has that as its fundamental ethos. And it also doesn't have malicious intent of, you know, I'm out for me. You know, well, I, I for instance, whereas humans would be like, well, if I'll do this for you, mm-hmm. I want something in return. Robots don't give a shit because they don't need anything. No, they have an instruction set and they execute it. Right. Generally, right? Generally, it's it's. This is my job. This is what I'm doing. End of story. But they're that's not- our that's our current understanding of robots. If they're Currently. actually mm-hmm. became sentient beings, they have the ability to say, "Yeah, I know that's probably the right thing to do, but I'm deciding not to do that." Well, if they come to the door of Freemasonry and their their whole pursuit of joining Freemasonry is to I guess better two things: society or, better society, yeah. Yeah. understand the human condition, and what is God. There's no malicious content in in what they're coming to the door of Freemasonry for. I mean, think about it in terms of this. And I, I'm I'm gonna, you know, I just want to throw this out there. There was a time. Well, you probably get people who are the the anti Robo Masons. Oh, they're robots. They're not real. They don't understand. But understand, back in the 16, 15, 1700s, white men thought black people weren't human. True. True. Think about it in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they don't understand it. Mm. What do you mean they don't understand it? They're, they're no different than you and I. Right. So 
you know, they have the same understanding and they're still in their pursuit of what they're looking for. What's to say, you know, 30, 40 years down the road from now? I mean, I'll yeah. be freaking pushing up daisies at that point. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah, you, you're, you're right. You two definitely. Oh, no, so we, no, I don't know. I actually just discovered that Ken is only a year older than me. So. Uh, yeah, but I'm healthier than both of you. <laughs> you, you might be able to download. All right, I will give you that one. You are far healthier than I. Um, but you know, 30, 40 years down the road, you know, back on the main. Oh, even a hundred years, but hundred years. Yeah, years go even farther. Like, right. what's the difference? Yeah, those things can change. I mean, it, those things can change, and and maybe thirty, forty years isn't that far off because technology is expanding and advancing exponentially like it, 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 that window gets shorter and shorter and think about you know it's it's 2020 civil rights movement was in the 60s right mm-hmm. wasn't that long not ago. that long ago now if you want to go into even technology think about world war ii everything was analog well think about world war one they were still on horses yeah i mean you go from i mean what's the gap what's the time gap between world war ii 1945 it was over and now you fast forward to uh, 1990, when the Gulf War broke out, mm-hmm. we were using M1 Bradley tanks that have auto-leveling turrets. Mm. I mean, yeah. Let's put it this way: in the so the, in the, the Iraqis in were the late using, 60s, which was like 20 whatever, 28, 29 years later, we were freaking sending men to the moon right. after World War II. Right. Uh, I so, mean, that was what. Right. Yeah, time Wars law marches on. Right. I, I mean, look Things at getting... look at the technology used in the Gulf War when we went into Iraq the first time. Yeah. The Iraqis were using the T seventy two tanks that were all. Yeah. They're cranking away at these freaking levers, trying to raise the barrel, and the U.S. and our tanks are just auto leveling <laughs> and moving it in within seconds. Yep. And that was, I mean, realistically, nineteen forty five to nineteen ninety. Right. Fifteen. And years. look, forty five years. In 1990, we didn't have smartphones. No. We didn't have Alexa. We didn't have Google. We didn't even have Facebook, Internet. Like, none of that was available. Right. And now, ju- so that was 1990. Mm-hmm. Jump to 2020. Yep. That's 10 right. years. Yeah. That's Wait, I'm sorry. 1990 to 2020. 19- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to. 20 years. I had to. That's 30. That's 30. 30 years? That's 1990. 30. Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm Plus old. Plus 10 gets us to 2000 and 20 is 30. Not as amazing. Wow. As, but it's still, it is still, yeah. like, think about what we've seen in our lifetime. Yep. Wow. Um, like, it's I can remember the VHS becoming a big deal. And look, since I was a kid, we went, well, we actually had films back laser then. Laser disc. Yeah, wow. laser disc. And then you DVD, went to DVD. Blu-ray, then you went to Blu-ray. And now Ultra you're in the Blu-ray. digital world. Yeah. I didn't think it was that long ago. I remember yeah. being a kid when me and my parents were about to take me and my sister out to, I think it was like Pizza Hut. I remember it was January 17th is when the war broke out mm-hmm. in Iraq. And I remember my father actually sitting down on the couch and going, holy shit, we're going to war and watching it on oh, yeah. TV. I can remember I watching it on kid. CNN. Uh, yeah, Bernie Shaw on CNN yeah. underneath yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. coffee table in the the Baghdad Hilton or wherever yeah. the hell he is, oh, yeah. and uh, you, boom, you see the tracer boom, fire boom, going boom, up in the air, yeah. the night vision. That's You're like holy crap! Wow. And then like two weeks that's later, people were selling T-shirts on the corner, like it was Super Bowl Sunday or something. Yeah. I remember that. That's crazy. Wow, I that that <coughs> yeah, thirty years ago. Yeah, holy shit. But at any rate, yes, but here, let me, at any rate, does continue to advance. And let me throw another spin on this conversation for because we're talking about robots coming in and seeking admission. You boys need another? Um, yeah, I'll take another All one right. of these, please. Continue. But think about, 
if the technology exists for that. I'll take whatever the... Uh, take, um, you want a highlight. A uh, highlight. The green and orange can. Yes, green and orange. Um, but if we have that technology, are we also close to the ability to download a human consciousness mm. into a hard drive or That's something? where I was going with, with George saying that he was going to be pushing up daisies. I was going to be like, well, not... Not if we decide to download your consciousness state vector into a right. machine. So now let's say you have this machine in your lodge. Which has a human That has the consciousness yeah. of your brother. Yep, that's so it's an artificial being, but that consciousness has lived. First of all, I think they'd be perfect for secretary or treasurer. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. But <laughs> I'm relieved. Like, but, but think about In 2058. <laughs> so you could have a, a robot that's. A stranger, so to speak, but you could have one that has the <laughs> consciousness of a brother that just passed away, and mm -hmm. that's. I think that would be an of... easier pill for Freemasonry to swallow than the. the yes, other. but is it that different? So let's put it to our brothers. Let's put it to the. Point. We got eleven listeners watching. Let's put it to yeah. you guys. Would a robot? Would artificial intelligence be able to be a Freemason? Is that something that would mm -hmm. be? Um, is that something that that you would embrace? Is that something that you would be like, yeah, no, I mean, what's the difference between a robot and a human mm -hmm. looking for, you know, try to understand one another? I mean, it's pretty much all we do. We just, yep. it's brotherly. It's, we're right. just trying to understand one another. But again, put yourself in a world where this robot either A, has consciousness and is sentient, mm -hmm. or has a consciousness that was transferred over from a physical living yep. brother that's now passed living. away that mm has, -hmm. in essence, been downloaded, right. and been downloaded. into this mechanical being and personally i think before and this is maybe my just my opinion before we get to a point where a full-on robot is going to be a sentient conscious and want to join freemasonry you're probably going to see more cyborg stuff happen and i was that's exactly where that's i was going to go probably where i believe that uh and that to me is actually more dangerous than a robot well, and if opinion. you go to the um, uh, for which, me, and I'll, yeah, I'll because, explain. Yeah, well, human beings are pretty terrifying. Human beings <laughs> so, are pretty yeah. nasty bastards, and now yes. you start sticking mechanical you material put one into a machine where, where I have like where I have extra eyes, power so, yeah, and no. like the bionic <laughs> you don't man, see that, yeah. like the bionic man, like the bionic man, like you start putting. He'll be throwing like microphone stands clear across the <laughs> <county>. <laughs> through the wall, through yeah, the wall. But it'll have that really cool sound effect. I mean, I think about like you know even the U.S. military. Let's be real, uh, military, Russian military, American military has done experiments. I don't care what kind of conspiracy theories you think I'm bullshit. Oh no, it's like, definitely happened. They've done experiments yeah. on things, and one of the things that they talked about the doing was the super soldier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They were combining gorilla yeah. DNA with human DNA. Russians were doing more of it. But one of the super soldier things is they're actually trying to find, like, uh, not trying to find, they're doing experiments on, like, suits that will actually, and I think they actually even have it. It's an in, in experiment right now where it's like a bionic suit that mm. makes you able to, makes to you lift more, yeah. jump further, run faster, exoskeleton yeah. type yeah. material. Yeah. Like, that's actually on the forefront right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... I think about like in terms of like cyborgs. Now you take the human malicious side because we understand humans can be very loving and caring, and they could be nasty as fuck. Yeah, we have a and a tendency to destroy. Each we other, have a tendency to try to one up one another, not yeah. even destroy one another. We're always trying to be better than the next person. Yeah. So now you take 
this super strong technology such as cyborg material or you know nano somebody wrote earlier let me double check i think it was actually worship brother john gates wrote uh, nanobites or nanobots or nanobots something. yeah like that's i i believe that's a technology eventually they'll be able to uh self replicating tiny mm-hmm. Nanoscale machines, yeah. That's, Beer, I'm going to give you a third. That's something that's going to be a reality yeah. at some point. And now you make a superhuman right. with a human conscience. So let me ask you this. So let's let's go with third option here. So we had a robot completely sentient and conscious on its own. We mm-hmm. have a robot that has had the consciousness of a, a human implanted or downloaded into it. Mm-hmm. With the advancements of medical technology, and you get into things like bionics, look mm-hmm. at prosthetics, how far they've come. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what if you get somebody who, you know, Anakin Skywalker type example, okay. mm-hmm. gets his arms and legs chopped off. So now he has robotic legs and arms. More mm-hmm. machine than man. More, at what point does he become yeah. more machine than man? And right. where does that also line question. go? Right. Because brother- I could have a torso and a head and everything else be... Right. Biotic or yeah. robotic. And are you still Am I human still a human? Here's an angle I didn't think of. Listen to this. Worship Brother John Gates. Everything digital can be hacked, in my opinion. If home cameras can be hacked into and watched, then what's to stop someone from hacking into quote-unquote robots and downloading what they know or seeing what they are seeing? We are not allowed to have cameras in Lodge. Oh, okay. Good point. That is yeah, a fair point. Wait, but I thought I we had think... cameras in our Lodge, Brother Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to take that shot. Theoretically, you guys control all that stuff. This would be different. This would be like you don't really know. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a machine that's walking in and no, see, you here's know, my taking own. taking part in our rituals or something like that. You don't know who else is who who else has access to that or whether, now, or whether Vicky does. If she's you want everything, if you want to take it Vicky. to that point, if you want to take it to that point, if robots themselves become sentient. They're going to be aware that somebody is trying to hack into their... I mean, we have computer systems now that know what malware is. Like, yeah. we have Norton antivirus. Like, in a sense, like, your computer asks you, like, hey, this is from a bad website. Do you okay. want to download yeah, this? At some point, a computer is going to have an understanding of, like, oh, someone's trying to hack into me, and they're going to lock yeah. them out. Well, but the hackers are always ahead of the curve. And like, Norton creates, or McAfee, or whoever creates that software... Based on things that have happened, it's a very reactive type thing versus proactive. So it could happen before hackers always find a way. And I I can understand what he's saying Mm -hmm. in that regard. However, like you said, if there's there's that consciousness Mm -hmm. together, brothers, or just me. Viva, viva, viva. I didn't know if we were supposed Thank to do it with you. No, you're not supposed to. Uh, no, we're not, so. because we were toasting so. him. Right. Yeah. Um, Thank you, brother. Okay, a couple oh. things. Uh, real quick, our right worshipful district deputy, Mike Adams. Hey, right worshipful. How right are you? Right worshipful. Also, if you, have a pro- if you program a robot with feelings and emotions or with the inners of a person who passed, it will never be their own free will and accord, in my opinion. Ah. Uh. Ah, fairly no. Perfect. Exactly. Free free will is what sets us apart Mm -hmm. as sentient organisms. It's true. Worship Brother John Gates is, it's an OKMC. I've seen it. Ha ha. I'm not sure. 
What do you mean? Middle, middle chamber. chamber. Middle he, chamber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's okay. he's he said it was taking okay. shots at yeah. my middle chamber. Oh, okay. He said, "Oh, I've seen it. It's not that good." I'm like, "What does he mean? Like the he Redwood said, yeah, Originals?" Yeah, he's, or he's a runner up. <laughs> Speak of which, while Wait, we're time, talking time about MC, no, no, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I gotta call. I gotta call. BS on Worshipful Brother Gates. All right, all right. <laughs> and I'm and I'm just gonna ask a question, just a simple question. Mm. How'd your middle chamber go, Brother Gates? Oh. That's Jesus. I'm done. Right, Worshipful Mike Adams. <laughs> Great choice for our district. <clears throat> Thank you, you, Right Worshipful. I appreciate that. Um, but he also said when he was writing, uh, so when he said that it's an okay MC. Uh, side note of an MC: We are, have the uh, Paladins coming up here. Two weeks. Oh, yeah, that's true. We have the yeah. uh, Motorcycle Club. Oh, with yes, yes, yes. Uh, they're coming up here again. This time, they're coming up with uh, Brother uh, Brian Adams. who's going to be coming up here. Not the same one as that. <laughs> if you really love me, touch like a knife. I mean, he can probably sing And it, it too, feels but... so right. So, uh, Summer but... 69, come on, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is uh, Brother Brian Adams going to be coming up here, I believe, with uh, Brother Carlo again. And uh, they're going to be talking about their, uh, their motorcycle uh, club, which is the Paladins, part of the Whittle Sons, uh, separate, different chapter. And uh, we're going to have some fun up here with them. Yeah. Carlo going to be a little more cooperative this time? I think, see, I personally <laughs> feel like Carlo was, once he put him on the camera, it was he like, he like froze. You ever notice? Because yeah. he was all talking to him before, and he was like, so uh, he's got a so, very exuberant personality, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring a little Jax Teller with you this time, please. Right. Can you bring a little bit with you? Yeah, he, I think he. I think I no, seriously. I, I think when the camera turned on, he froze up. He was yeah. like, "So I'm like, oh, so you're uh, you're a member of the Widow Sons? Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> yes. I can't, Awkward I can't, silence. Well, in his, in his defense, it, it is difficult. Like it's not. It's, it's difficult, difficult, but in his defense. We didn't right. have the best reputation at that time. <laughs> he was probably being very careful yeah. about was, what And he he's said. a widow's son, too. He was, so right. he was hedging his bets. Yeah. He was hedging so like, his yeah. bets. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into the last question, and then we're going to do a final question between us on the, uh, on the podcast here of whether or not we would allow Freemasons to uh, – or excuse me, if we would allow robots to be Freemasons. So let's start with this. Uh, the question is from uh, bro, uh, David McDonald. Someone asked me what I get out of masonry that I can't get out of church. How would you reply? Brother Ken, start it off. Oh, you have to go to me first? I, I could start it off. You, you want me to be the first one? You, you, yeah, I didn't have a chance to think okay. about my reply. I didn't see that one on there. Someone asked me what I get out of masonry that I can't get out of church. What would you reply? I feel... That, and this is my personal opinion, I want to express this, this is not the opinion of the podcast or anybody uh, any on the podcast, any grand jurisdiction, blah, 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 blah. I throw that out there. Yeah. Any Mason other than myself and what I get out of it. So, uh, Brother David McDonald, if you are list, or I don't know if you're a Brother David, I think you are, but I could be wrong. What do I get out of it? I think the differences between a church and Freemasonry. First off, I want to just, is he all right? I don't know. Is he going to make it? You all right, Joe? I'll go check on him. Here, Ghost got him. <laughs> I got a six. Hold on. All right. So, um. <laughs> Joe, there was a chair in the bathroom, which is kind of creepy on itself, but. <laughs> Joe, did you try going pee-pee with the light on? 
<laughs> with the light off? <laughs> you did. <laughs> so somebody put a chair in the bathroom. Chair in the bathroom. I seen it, but I was smart enough to turn the light. <laughs> you know, they were like, "Should we clean up the chairs?" So and we wait, were like, "No, no, we got go them." Face, we didn't know they were oh, in the bathroom. Did you go face first in the urinal? <laughs> no, I went towards the sink. Ow! Oh my god! Oh, look at those you, tasty legs. Oh, oh yeah, okay. you, that's gonna bruise. Did you bust yourself open? No. no. Uh, no you okay, though, Sarah? No joking. You guys heard that? I'm oh. assuming. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, ah. shit. if he screamed out, shit. Oh, my God. That was funny. We really were scream out. I'm like, oh, my God. The ghost got him. I wonder if the mic's picking oh. that up. Sorry, guys. So the question yeah. on deck is, uh, and I'm, I'm starting to answer this, and I apologize, uh, Brother okay. David. I, I apologize. Uh, I distracted certainly didn't mean brother, to do that. Brother Joe went ass over fist oh. in the bathroom, so we had to check on him. But yeah. uh, David Mc... <laughs> 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 Brother David McDonald asks, uh, someone asked me about uh, what I got out of masonry that I can't get out of church. How would I reply? <laughs> oh. I'm trying to do this here. All right. Would I get out of, would I, would I, uh, first off, I just want to say that, you know, uh, Freemasonry is not a religion. Uh, we are a fraternity that's based in the religious teachings of just basically what the Holy Scriptures say. There is no definitive uh, religion or belief that we believe in. You can believe in anything that you want to believe in. Yeah. Standard moral law. Standard so, moral yeah. law. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I want to say, number one, that's what I get out of Freemasonry is that when I go to a church, and again, I'm Methodist, and I've been in a Catholic church where I walked up to take communion and I was denied because I wasn't quote-unquote Catholic. That, number one, kind of pisses me off because if we're all Christian, what difference does it make which christian dialect i am mm -hmm. okay number two freemasonry to me is inclusive everybody gets to take part of this pie whereas when you go to church you go once on a sunday you mm -hmm. sit down there you listen to a priest tell you this that and the other thing blah, 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 blah. and it's every single meeting is more inclusive than every single church thing for me number two <laughs> there are no rules Realistically, to be a Freemason, other than to be a good, moral, upstanding person, believe in the supreme being, and... Of lawful age. Yeah. Of lawful That's age, yeah. realistically. Whereas church, there's rules. You can't do this because you're gay. You can't do this because you're this. You can't do this because you're that. Freemasonry... And, and that varies from religion to church right. to religion, right. so it's... Not, right. Yeah, it's not uh, but you understand but my point, are, though, is... There are more rules involved, generally, yeah. There are more rules involved, generally. And it's more... As a Freemason, we just ask you to be a good and upright man. And generally Say. speaking, generally speaking, mm -hmm. organized religions tend to be more exclusive than, inclusive. than Freemasons... Which are pretty right. inclusive and universal, and yeah, go ahead and beat, beat us up. We don't allow women in, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. But there's a re yeah, well, um, there was a whole other episode. Exactly, yeah. exactly. While we're on that but, subject, though, and I, I want to, I just want to highlight yeah. this. So, the Order of the Eastern Star was up here earlier, mm -hmm. and I came up the stairs thinking we're ready for a podcast, right? Yep. Oh, let's do a podcast, right? I open the door, and they're having their installation of officers, unbeknownst to me. Yep. And I walk in the door, and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you guys were here. She's like, we're having our installation of officers, as she's shoving me out yeah. the door and shutting the yep. door on me. So, so guess pardonnez what? moi, women have their own thing, yeah. too, where they told yep. me to get the hell out. Right. right. Exactly. Just exactly. want to be clear on that. Right. Yep. 
But it's, you know, I, I would say depends on what you're looking for out of church. Mm. You might be able to get a similar experience. If you're looking for Fair enough. moral teachings, mm-hmm. a way to conduct your life, um, a way, because I, I happen to think our way is the right way, but mm-hmm. others could have different views. Yep. But if you're going into it looking to become a better person, to learn to live your life a better way, um, a lot of our tenets, it, you know, I'll use uh, a small part of our thing of it's so far interwoven with religion, um, our craft, where you can take a lot of the same teaching, same tenets, same way to live your life out of church. And if you can get that out of church, great. Still come to Freemasonry. We might be able to give you some more. But if you can get that, you might be able to get that out of church. You might. But so there, it doesn't have to be binary. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Who's making fun of me? Nobody's making fun of you. I'm actually laughing because I caught the audio of you going, motherfucker. No. I was thinking about it. I can't, I can't wait to edit this later and hear that in the background and I'm going to freaking die laughing. Yeah, you didn't catch it the first time. Bleep no, but Ken was like, I, I was in the middle of talking over here. Mother. If I, I might have to cry. I think it was O. So I'm sorry we can you go started to the, talking in yeah, a distance. We, we can go to that tape. I think it was O-F. We'll have to go to the replay. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think it was something like that. I think you're correct. <laughs> so for me, the difference, I guess, really comes down to the fact that I have brothers that are of good moral character that come from a multitude of different religions, a multitude of different Christian sects that are all mm. different from mine. If I go to my church, I'm getting one point of view, right. yes. which is fine. That's the mm-hmm. one that I signed up for. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I have brothers that are Jewish, that are part of my lodge, that have the same kind of outlook on life that I do. Mm-hmm. And they also have their own unique <clears throat> outlook on things. And mm-hmm. sometimes that, you know, when we're sitting after lodge, after a lodge mm-hmm. meeting, and we're having a discussion, a ph- philosophical discussion, or mm-hmm. as close as we can get to a philosophical discussion. Mm-hmm. And we have different points of view, and they're both valid. And like it, 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 it expands your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes you a more complete human being, mm-hmm. because you know all of these individuals from all of these different walks of life and all these different religions have equally valid points, mm-hmm. and they're all good men. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in lodge with them if they weren't good men. So for us to be able to to freely have you know have free discourse, I think is important. I don't think I would get that from just church. Excellent, Agreed. excellent point. I think that's Perfect. that's one thing exactly what you said that that diversity of thought yep. that you, that's brought into a Masonic lodge from people with, from many different religions, many different backgrounds. You're likely not going to get that diversity of thought in a organized religion. Yep. Final question. Can or would you be okay with Robo Mason? Brother Ken. I, for one, welcome our Masonic robot overlords. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> would I be okay with it right now? <clears throat> oh, man. Based on the, the framework that we came up with for this I'm talking about futuristic. Futuristic. Yes, I'd probably be willing to consider it. I'd be open-minded to the prospect. Worshipful brother Joe. To quote the late great John McCain. No. God. No. <laughs> nope. 
would and not old, do it. The old Any Roman particular reason down. why? Because of what I was saying before about the human aspect of it, the mortality, the um, feelings of, of charity and, and works like that that you just can't replicate artificially. There's certain intangibles that cannot be replicated, in my opinion. Okay. So I would say no. <clears throat> Me, myself, I would say no. Because I don't think that robots will fully understand the human condition and the reasons uh, what Freemasonry even means. I mean, you have the ancient mystery schools that talked about, uh, you know, Freemasonry has always been there as kind of a part of the human condition, I guess you could say. We were at one point, you know, against governments that were oppressive and religions that were dogmatic, including the Catholic Church, and we were free thinkers and free... And I don't think that a artificial intelligence will understand the human struggle and what it means to search for your own mortality or your own, for, for instance, like humans, one of the best quotes I have ever heard was, uh, live your life so that you will be remain eternal in the memory of others. So mm. like, for instance, George Washington, you have the... Uh, apothecary of washington or whatever right. it is mm-hmm. like he's he will in 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 the memory and mind oh, you mean the washington masonic memorial no 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 i'm the, talking about no, the rotunda the, the rotunda the, the capital building oh, okay gotcha right See, yeah. it's in essence it's a mural of george washington ascending to godhood yes in yep. essence ascending yep. to, to deity because of the accomplishments that he did in life okay mm-hmm. and that is what makes human life special is that we will expire Mm-hmm. We will die. We will disappear. And you are to live this short amount of time mm-hmm. on earth so that you are remembered once you're gone. Yep. That leave monument it. will be made for you. Leave it in a better condition than that right. in which you found it. A robot will never have that problem. They will live on forever. Yeah. They're made out of metal. They're not organic material. Yeah. material. They will live on so long as they continue to take care of their metallic or titanium parts, which titanium never goes away. They'll never rust. I have some in my leg. <laughs> you know what I, my yeah. point is? Joe is knows that what's up with that. They will last way longer than we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that a robot will never be able to understand is to utilize their time so that they themselves as a robot would be remembered. That's not something they, they have no time about. limit. They have they no have time, time limit. Even if it's artificially imposed on them, it's an artificial imposition. Right, yes. They can still, yeah, it's you're you're still for all intents and purposes versus humanity. Immortal. So to me, they wouldn't understand Freemasonry. Yeah. And what you're, what you're no, saying, it's a valid, it makes sense. What you're saying is reminding me of the Albert Pike quote hmm? of uh, what we have done for ourselves alone dies with us. What we have done for others and the world remains and is immortal. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's where you're going. Get out of my head! <laughs> <laughs> All right, brothers. What are you doing? We say we shut this one down. I think this was a good one. It was a good one. This was uh, actually... Oh, my God. Wait. Oh last boy. thing. Garrett Wright. We have to do this. <laughs> and uh, brother Peter Daigle. Garrett Wright. The last thing we need is a T-1000 Mason. Don't let him catch you slipping in ritual. Oh, could you imagine <laughs> having one of those as a ritual coach? And it like has to prompt you once and it just like... Blast you one. Well, not for not for nothing too. If we had robots, la vista, baby. Yeah. If we had robots doing perfect ritual, what's past master gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Just, there's a lot less rumping going on. And then there's about like the meal. Or Peter something? Daigle, disassemble? No, no disassemble. <laughs> oh God. 
You're itching, you can even you're, go one further. You put you you're put itching down, that little 1980s part of my brain right, right. now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cyberdyne model one hundred one, <laughs> right? You put Arnold at the door. He's like, "Go, run, get to the charter." <laughs> get to the Come charter. Come with me if you want to live. Come with graphic. me if you want to live. That's what he says. As uh, you know, or Bender from Futurama. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy, there we go. Bite uh, my shiny metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brothers, let's shut it down. Mm. We're going to shut it down to, uh, for the Freemates podcast. Your hosts, right, Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. Worship Brother Ken. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, all.